You're listening to To Trope or Not to Trope, we're your hosts, Kelly, Kristen, and Ray. Hello, and welcome to our astrology-based mini-series in which we look at a specific character trait associated with a certain star sign and discuss the strengths and weaknesses of that trait as it appears in fictional characters. This week's topic, of course, is Sagittarius. As a disclaimer, we are not talking about characters that are canonically Sagittarius's, Sagittarii, nor are we trying to imply that any of the characters we talk about are Sagittarius's in every way. Astrology is subjective, typing characters even more so, so, you know, you have been warned. Now, the sign of Sagittarius is usually associated with passion, curiosity, intensity, adaptability, and wanderlust. Sagittarius's are often explorers, charmers, optimists, with big, exciting personalities, and the trait we're talking about today, sharp, dynamic wit. But... Before we get into fangirling over our favorite witty characters, I want to talk about the difference between snark and wit. One of my favorite shows features the quote, snark is the idiot's version of wit and we're being polluted by it, which is a fantastic quote. But (laughs) I found that at least when referring to fictional characters, the two words are often used interchangeably. Mm -hmm. The general consensus on the internet when I looked is that wit is more positive leaning and snark is more negative leaning. Like snark almost always has a negative connotation. But I think wit can also be used to destroy someone, like, albeit usually more intelligently. So since I think it'll come out, come up throughout the episode, what do you two see as the difference between snark and wit or sass and sarcasm, all of those words that are used interchangeably? Oh, boy. I (laughs) tend to think of witty as having a larger vocabulary And they say things in clever, funny ways all the time, not just to insult people. Meanwhile, like you mentioned, snark is always contentious and isn't, I'd I'd say it isn't necessarily witty. And it might just be, sometimes, sometimes snark is just someone being acerbic and sarcastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. I just feel like uh, wit is creatively intelligent where you have like an idea uh that you combine with a word in a very like interesting or strange way and use maybe potentially use like vocabulary bigger words more Mm -hmm. um you know interesting vocabulary while like ray was saying i mean (laughs) snark is very much directed at someone else and is usually not not fun not not great um and mocking too and i feel like like mm. Kristen, you were uh you were mentioning like sat well like sass so like mm-hmm. if someone's sassy i feel like it has more of a lighter tone so it's like cheeky rather than mm-hmm. so um as far as that goes i feel like they all have slightly different colors hues yeah. ways of viewing yeah. <laughs> One of the things for me is snark and sass are often paired with disrespect, whereas wit is not necessarily, or like it might not be like outwardly respectful. Like, like I said, you can destroy someone with witty, (sighs) intelligent, whatever, but it doesn't seem disrespectful when you say it. Whereas like someone snarks and you're like, oh, that's immediately just like, yep, you're disrespecting that person. Yeah, I tend to associate wit with being playful and detached. Mm-hmm. So they don't mm-hmm. necessarily, yeah. they're not, they might destroy someone, but kind of in an offhanded way. They weren't trying 
to yeah. destroy someone. <laughs> <laughs> right. That makes sense. Oh, okay. it can potentially harm someone still. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. that's not mm-hmm. its intention, but it could hurt someone's feelings, I, for sure. Honestly, I think you even can, like, intentionally harm someone with wit, but, like, like you said, right, it's got more of that detached, like, yeah. kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things is wit is more concerned with, like, wordplay and being witty for the sake of being witty, <laughs> while snark and sass and sarcasm are all more concerned with getting a point across like they might be funny yes. in the process but like mm-hmm. they are trying to say this thing and it is usually a mean thing uh-huh. okay so now that we've drawn some vague and wavy lines around those words who are your favorite who are your favorite witty characters there are so many oh, um, i know just the honestly fangirl, all the fangirling <laughs> uh one of my favorite wesley from the prince's bride of course yes. <laughs> he, was, he was top of my list yes okay good yeah mm-hmm. book and movie he's kind of like same character mm-hmm. type deal but yep. yeah yeah he's just perfect <laughs> i was thinking of Locke and jean from lies of Locke lamora especially yes. the two of them together they have such great banter and they're that's a good one. They're wonderful. Yes. I Lord Henry from the picture of Dorian Gray is very high on my list. Mm-hmm. As it, yeah. ooh, Chandler from Friends is also fantastically witty. Ooh, ooh Lemony Snicket. Yes. I know like narrators aren't necessarily characters like Lemony Snicket is. But like, oh, yeah, Harry, for sure. Harry, Harry Pratchett as a narrator and like uh-huh. uh, Douglas Adams as a narrator, like both yeah. of them are fantastically witty. <laughs> it's so true. It just has to be done well, and all mm-hmm. of those definitely do it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, uh, Percy from Percy Jackson, like oh, this yeah. series. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you're in, I, it's first person, right? So you're getting, yeah. It's literally yeah. his sass and well wit that you're reading and yeah that's true that's awesome i anyone aaron sorkin writes is just gonna be Mm. fantastically witty so like the show the social network the west wing the newsroom any character Mm. in any of those is fantastic Mm -hmm. (laughs) good so what specifically makes these characters witty Ooh, being quick of mind yeah. Having something, Ooh. like, on the ready. Mm-hmm. That's true. Anyone can think of a comeback in the shower, like, three hours later. <laughs> but, yeah, these characters are very on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah they're very astute and clever. I think mm-hmm. I think they're frequently verbose, but they don't have to be. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. one word at the right moment can show a lot of wit, but... More yeah. often, I, I yes. think we think of the people who are eloquent and talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think more broadly, like, they just have elevated diction. Like, they have mm-hmm. varied sentence structure. They have a wide vocabulary. Like, they mix highbrow and lowbrow expressions. Like, mm-hmm. they're very good with double entendres. Like, they're just good <laughs> with words. So whether they're yes. using a lot of them or just, like, using one at the right moment, they're just very good with words. Yeah. I think they're also like frequently dry and deadpan. <laughs> like 
they're they're definitely not pleased with themselves like they're not saying it like elbowing people you know they're just like Uh that's how they communicate oh i okay this is kind of weird to say for a book but um like comedic timing Mm. like when a character says it i mean i know this is more apparent in tv shows or movies but in books it can definitely happen yeah 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 it's harder to do but it's often (laughs) pays off more yes Uh yeah but yeah just like being fully aware of what they're saying how they're saying it when they're saying it it's like Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. cool yeah going off right i think you had mentioned they're astute like Mm-hmm. witty characters will frequently make unexpected observations but like uh-huh. they're also like observations that are very relevant and like interesting at the moment there are a lot of a lot of times i'll see like characters that are trying to be witty that'll like bring up something that is funny but like not relevant to the conversation uh-huh. at hand which makes them yeah. not witty yeah another thing i noticed is like they're frequently more concerned with being witty than they are with the problem at hand or like the morality of whatever's happening. Like they're just, they're here for the jokes. They're here for the wit. Yeah. They're detached. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times wit is talked about as something that someone either has or doesn't. Obviously an author who is not witty won't really be able to write a witty character just as, you know, an author who's not empathetic won't be able to write a convincing empathetic character and so on and so forth. So my question for you guys is, do you think that wit can be learned? Yes. And I think it can be learned. It can be studied. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the ways that you could do this is by, because like I had mentioned like quickness of, like quick of mind. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like, at least for me, I know I um, have been in positions where like I was in front of strangers and I didn't know who they were. And so I was like very (laughs) self-conscious of like, you know, what I should say. And Mm -hmm. I feel like if you wanted to practice your wit, you might first want to practice like being able to let down your guard and like say whatever you think, which is scary for a lot of people. Uh But what might help Mm. is doing like improv or like acting classes. Mm. So, which deeply, like deeply helped me. Uh Um, That sounds terrifying. (laughs) Yes. At first, but then, but then it really pays off because, um, I mean, obviously you're not going to be witty at first. You're just going to like, say whatever comes to mind, but Uh it really does lower your defenses and then allows you to kind of like, you have to practice it obviously, but like consider and think and like come up with something interesting and creative and witty. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I do think it can be learned in the way that pretty much anything can be learned. You pay attention to it. You practice it. I think there are also questions around that where i mean obviously it's going to come more naturally to some people than others if you Mm -hmm. have a better some people Mm -hmm. have a better sense of it and it's easier for them to develop and i don't know like is there a person who cannot learn to be witty maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe but i feel like there are a bunch of like games out there video games sport games Mm -hmm. that like challenge you to think on your feet um so mm-hmm. even like if you didn't want to go the acting route, you could always like play with your friends, like play with people that you're 
comfortable with. Yeah. Um, and like practice, mm-hmm. like if you really wanted to, you could practice. Yeah. What do you think, Kristen? I, uh, I agree with you, Ray, that like, I think it can be learned. Anyone can learn it to an extent, but like, obviously some people are going to have it more naturally. Like some people just have that comedic, comedic timing in, inside of them somehow. And it's incredible and I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I think Kelly, like you were saying, like improv and, and even just like improv type games with your friends are good. Anything that teaches you to make those unexpected connections. Yeah. Um, and then of course, listening to comedians and studying their timing and turns of phrase, um, reading witty books, watching witty TV shows. Like I always tell people to watch sitcoms. Like they're not, yes, they're not always like the best, but the timing of them is generally the kind mm-hmm. of comedic timing you're going to want to have that witty dialogue. Yeah. That makes sense. Ooh, also like studying language or like beefing up your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, like, obviously reading, mm-hmm. which, of course, I mean, yeah. yes. And, like, reading to study, too, not just reading yes. for fun. Like, uh-huh. yes, read a book for fun. And if you're like, hey, this was witty, read it again and figure mm-hmm. out why and how it was witty. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and read things that you wouldn't normally want, like, read on your own. Like, pick a random Dewey Decimal number and <laughs> be like, oh, I'm going to read about, like, the history of algebra or something. And, like, going back to that creative spark of, oh, well, we're going to pair, like, two things that are completely different from one another. Um, you can start learning about things you wouldn't normally learn about. And then, naturally, I would think that we're really good at finding patterns. Um, Mm -hmm. It would be Mm -hmm. more likely for you to find patterns in that way. That's true. Mm -hmm. Or just diving down Wikipedia rabbit holes. Like, (laughs) yes. Most witty characters, like, bring in these random references that are relevant to whatever is happening. And so in order to get those random references, you need to have a wide variety of references to pull from. (laughs) That's so true. I feel like, I think the most important thing though, is to just like try things and get feedback from other people because Mm, you will never be able to know if you are funny unless people (laughs) laugh at what you say. So true. (laughs) And like, not just your friends, like people, you know, will be Mm. honest with you. Oh boy. I know. Right. (laughs) Terrifying. Improv class. Great. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) So. Wit is almost universally considered a positive trait. Like, we've certainly been talking about it that way. But what are some of the negative qualities associated with witty characters? Like, what would their weaknesses be? Jumping off from some of what we've mentioned already is that they can be kind of detached. They're not really involved Mm. in what's going on. So sometimes they don't really seem to care what is happening in and maybe they don't they don't care what's happening it's all just the performance and they're not actually helping what's going on yeah i think going along with that they also like push people away and Mm -hmm. like kind of keep to themselves Mm -hmm. yeah use humor as a distance 
distancing mm-hmm. coping mechanism. <laughs> and yeah, like whether it's intentional or not, like going off of that, whether it's intentional or not, like they could offend people and then like not know mm-hmm. how to that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, or not want to fix that, I guess. And then pe- the people that they offended don't understand mm-hmm. why, what's going on. Yeah, I will add a caveat to all of our advice that like, that is a very real risk of like trying to be witty in real life is you will probably (laughs) offend people. So you need to be careful of that and get Uh ready to apologize. Yeah. Uh Yeah. That makes sense. And and don't like be witty at people who are not going to appreciate it. Yeah. Read the room. Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're not very, uh, we just covered nurturing last episode uh-huh. not, it's not a very nurturing trait most of the time very yeah. true i think another weakness with these kinds of characters is they're generally people pleasers and they have this like mm. deep need for validation yeah this entertainment so, kind of thing yeah they, have to perform. they need people to like them and think they're funny mm. <laughs> also i don't know if this is necessarily inherently part of being a witty character or if it just like goes hand in hand a lot but gray morality is Mm. usually associated with witty characters i think part of it is that like being detached that we were talking about Mm -mm. but i think a part of it is also just like to make gray morality likable you make them witty Ah. you have to reach for something and this is an easy way to show competence Yeah. yeah And, like, who doesn't love someone who constantly has a great one-liner, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just thinking, I'm like, yeah, but it's so amusing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, if you need to make a character likable if and, like, nothing else about them is likable, this is a good way. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I just read a take online recently that was, like, how people might be okay with a character that is committed war crimes and done horrible things and that character is interesting but meanwhile if a character is annoying that is unforgivable and people absolutely hate that character yeah it's true Mm -hmm. the beauty of fiction Uh thankfully that doesn't seem to be true in real life yeah yeah that's true people people have morals in real life generally it's it's more real than Yeah. Yeah. By definition, but. I think, I can't remember if we mentioned this, but another weakness of witty characters is pride. Ooh. Like, (gasps) a lot of them are just going to think they're better than the common folk, you know, (laughs) which a lot of times they are, and the audience usually agrees, but Uh you can play with that in plot. Even if they're right, it can still be a problem. Yes an entertaining problem uh-huh best mm-hmm. kind for fiction exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> so is there such a thing as too much wit like whether it's a character that's too witty or a story that has too much wit or like something else okay personally i think so mm. i feel well okay i love wit don't get me wrong i love sass uh-huh. so like all of it like yeah sarcasm sure but I feel like I'm reading so much of it lately where oh. it's just wit instead of substance. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like characters just 
sounding the same, having like witty banter. And I'm just like, I love witty banter, but like, what's the point if I can't connect uh-huh. with this character? Yeah. yeah. I do think, especially if they're a main character, you probably also need moments of vulnerability to balance them out. Yeah. Yes. Even if it's not like within the same character, like you can have maybe a witty character and a more sincere, vulnerable character mm-hmm. that balances, but like the story needs to be balanced. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. I do, like you were saying, Kelly, I do think wit can be overused because it's all just being clever, but you need something, you need other things going on to kind of ground it and make people care about and, the yeah. story, I think. And push the plot forward. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I've so seen stories where everyone's just snarking and then, like, <laughs> and nothing happens, happens for pages. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Or or like something happens, but it's like so unbelievable because it's like, well, mm. you haven't exactly. all you've been doing is being snarky. You haven't been practicing yeah. swordplay or you haven't been like <laughs> no one has I actually don't know. done anything. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I also want to mention that it's too much when the author thinks that they're funnier than they actually are. Oh, oh no. I you can see this a lot. And it's like you can get away with it to an extent because everyone is at least kind of funny, but Mm -hmm. there are some stories like I see this, especially in like YA strong female protagonists, as I complained about in an earlier episode (laughs) where they're just like constantly trying to snark and sass and Uh like, they're not actually that funny and they don't have any substance and they're not that interesting. Yeah. And like, you can tell that like, either someone told the author they were funny or like i i don't know it's just it gets to be too much mm-hmm. yeah. i mean now if they if the character is well rounded and like yes experiences like moments of weakness and everything like of course yeah put like mm-hmm. please i want to hear like witty band like it doesn't need to be in there but it's always a welcome surprise. Like I will always welcome ban- witty remarks <laughs> or wit in general. Sorry, like I said, like I love sass and all of that. But um, yeah, it can't be the only thing. And I feel like the character needs to earn it a little too. You know, yeah. like they need to yeah. earn the right to be witty by like having that competence or having something else going for them. Oh, yes, which, okay, bringing this back to Percy Jackson, because, Mm -hmm. like, Percy is a very sassy character and Uh is witty. And so, like, he'll make remarks, whether to people or, like, in his head. And, like, that's whatever. That's really cool. And it makes sense for the character. But then even Mm -hmm. beyond that, he's coming up with really clever ways to get out of things. Oh, yeah. In... In the mm-hmm. real yeah. world, in his world. Uh-huh. So it's like reflected in different, like it's not only his thoughts and his dialogue. It's like, oh, well, this is him. He's just really clever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think that's a big part of like character consistency, which we talk about every episode because it's very, very important. Uh-huh. But like, if you have a witty character that's making those unusual unusual connections and like is quick thinking they're gonna be that way when they're in the action too 
like they're gonna find interesting new ways to get out of something or they're gonna like think of a solution very very quickly because that is how their brain works uh yeah yeah i think well pointing back to what you were saying Kristen, about a lot of ya protagonists who are all snark it doesn't hit as hard if they don't ever do anything. You know, they're all bark yes. and fight. Um, so it's they sort of like sword okay. and fall down a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like their sass is unmerited. It's like we just called their bluff right there. Stop acting like they're so cool when they're yes. really not. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a big part of it that bothers me. <laughs> Because there's just, there's nothing to back up their snark. <laughs> and again, their snark is kind of that disrespectful sort. It's not the interesting, clever, witty sort. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense for YA because like teenagers can be very sarcastic and snarky and just mean because they're still figuring out how to be funny. <laughs> yeah. <But> like, <laughs> and I really, but. I really like characters like that when you get to see how this is their defense mechanism yes. basically but things don't always i feel like a lot of stories don't always follow through on that idea like we don't ever get to see oh well this person is insecure or what this person cares about why are they so defensive if they're not defending anything <laughs> yes I love when, like, adult characters call, like, teen characters out on their snarkiness. Like, that's one of my favorite. Like, uh, Stranger Things is, like, immediately what comes to mind. You know, that's happened in that series for sure. But I feel like I have read it in books. just can't think of anything right now. Um, But I'm just like, yeah, you go, father figure. Or you go, like, actual mother or aunt or something. That's great. Yeah, agreed. Oh, I also love when just like a close friend or romantic partner calls someone out on their snark. Ooh. Like that is always yes. a solid moment. Oh God, <laughs> yes. Or sibling. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. So, so much anyway. sibling banter and calling. Yes. Out. Yeah. Oh, it's good. So we kind of started talking about this, but wittiness is often associated with certain character tropes. Like you've got your gentleman thieves, your sassy best <laughs> friends, your morally great antiheroes, like those kinds of things. Are there any character tropes that shouldn't be witty? And like, what traits do you lose when a character becomes witty? I will start with, like we were talking about, the useless YA strong female protagonist <laughs> who falls down a lot. <laughs> I don't know if this quite answers the question we tend to is wit basically us almost a synonym with intelligence we definitely use banter and things like that to sort of signal it especially if it's clever um i think for me wit is like intelligence plus comedic timing Mm. you have to ha- like it you have to have that element of like charisma and yeah. social intelligence and not all intelligent characters have yeah, that no. you there are plenty of nerds that are not witty <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't i have trouble thinking of a character that is witty but not intelligent in some way mm. so that was 
how I was approaching the answer to your question, where <laughs> I think giving a making a character witty tends to signal intelligence. So if a character is not supposed to be all that smart, they probably shouldn't be that witty or they have to be like the really down to earth uh, sort of simple observations that turn out to be profound kind of. Yeah, kind of smart, not not the verbose, eloquent intelligence that I feel like we were talking more about earlier. <laughs> Ooh, a fun way to play that would be to like have a character who tries to be witty all the time and only succeeds like half the time. <gasps> fun! Oh, that would be fun. It could get annoying really quickly, but it could also <laughs> be really fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, um, Ray, you were mentioning, or mentioning, uh, nurturing characters. Oh yeah. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, they wouldn't really uh-huh. be as witty or at least maybe they'd have moments, but. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they tend to be more focused on serving other people rather than performing. Whereas I think we were mentioning wit is a performance, basically. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, kind of. I was thinking like parental and mentor mentor figures. Mm. Like they they can be witty. I think any character (laughs) can be witty on occasion, but like wittiness as a character trait, like for parents and like mentor figures they kind of lose some of their gravitas if they're just Mm -hmm. constantly being witty like you need them to be present and not distance like yeah and you need them to offer with actual wisdom Mm -hmm. instead of just like wit and Uh one-liners i feel Mm -hmm. like yeah in those situations it can be used kind of like the way that you use comic relief where it's not happening yeah. all the time, but having a good, well-placed one-liner somewhere can, it can be witty of that character to say that. That doesn't mean they're doing it all the time, but it can work really well in some cases. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, I think of, like, Mr. Miyagi, who has, like, uh-huh. a lot of great <laughs> witty lines, but his primary character traits are not witty like that's not one of the first three words that would come to mind you know <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. Ooh, oh then um i would say like the really sweet innocent sunshine sunshine <laughs> character yeah. like they're they i mean occasionally it might happen but that's uh-huh. not their primary objective like usually yeah. they're a foil to the grumpy character <laughs> and typically the grumpy character is more likely to be witty or sarcastic or something yeah 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 i feel like there's an element of like being jaded or being kind of worldly (laughs) that comes along with being witty so Uh if you have that like innocent pure character it's just not gonna jive (laughs) yeah that makes sense i think like we talked about you also lose some of the closeness so if you're trying to write like a really close relationship it's going to be a lot harder to do if one of your characters is constantly being witty yeah Yeah. like (gasps) it's humor it's a defense mechanism so we Mm -hmm. were talking about earlier where it's like you need that you need to have that vulnerability if you want this character to be more close if you want people to like relate to this character more yeah. They have to have moments where they aren't yeah. just going off saying clever things. 
to hide their true emotions or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think the prince, the Princess Bride pulls it off. And I think it <laughs> does that in two ways. One is that it's like not actually trying to show that close of a, of a relationship. Like you can tell that Wesley and Buttercup, Wesley and Buttercup <laughs> are in love and like, it's great, but they don't actually show like them being all lovey dovey and having <laughs> hard conversations about their relationships <laughs> and whatnot. And it also starts without wit, which is interesting to me. <laughs> so like when you first meet Wesley, uh-huh. he is not witty. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> he has one <laughs> line. He has one, one line. Yeah. Three and words. So, like, you start with the idea that this is a sincere character. Yeah. And then yeah, when you have to go get kidnapped by pirates exactly. before he becomes witty. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the answer. That's how you become witty to yeah. everyone. You're gentlemen you're pirates. Like, you're gentlemen it thieves. To, it happened to Will Turner too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep. It's so true. Yep. That's the answer. Pirates. Uh-huh. That's the answer. Pirates. We're gentlemen thieves. Mm-hmm. Yes. So aside from being pirates, are there any strengths to witty characters that we haven't already talked about? This isn't a strength on its own per se, but it's really good to have characters to contrast with them. So you have like one mm. character that's witty and you have all the other characters that are all about whatever the things that they're on about. Like, so it just shows like everybody is much more vibrant and colorful because you have variety the spice of life the spice mm-hmm. of story <laughs> yes mm, yes and then you can have the witty character making all kinds of clever remarks about everybody it's true <laughs> this isn't necessarily a character strength it's more of like the strength of writing a witty character but they do tend to help with pacing Ooh. because mm. like you can slow a story down if you just want them to like have a banter with someone forever or you can like use them to speed it up by like cutting to the heart of a matter really quickly uh-huh yeah yeah because they can well they could talk a lot or they can talk a little and like that's <gasps> mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. how pacing works in the written word it's like okay if you want things to move quickly the witty character is going to say something concise and smart that gets things moving but if you mm-hmm. want it to if you would like everyone to take a moment, <laughs> they yeah, can like, go off. <laughs> they can easily control the story too, because like mm-hmm. we were talking about, they're usually smart and they're usually competent and they're usually quick. So like uh-huh. they can decide to push the plot forward or to like keep everyone in one place because like they all need to work out their differences <laughs> and get along and then they'll give them the answer to the problem, you know? They're really good as a side character to have sort of in the wings and you want to bring them in at the right moments. I feel like it can be kind of what we were mentioning is like wit can be a little, it can be a bit much after a while. So mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's one of the drawbacks if they're your main character. I do think um, mm-hmm. the Percy Jackson does it really well though. And it's basically because even though that character is clever, he's not doing that all the time time he's also in earnest and cares about people and he cares about what's going on yeah yes i think a lot of that comes down to author voice too like Mm -hmm. if you have a book that's like described as voicey like that's gonna be more helpful 
or that's going to be easier to have a witty character because the author has that strong voice that can carry a story. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you don't have that and you're trying to write a witty character, that's when it starts to get to be too much. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. I also think it's interesting too, that like, um, Ray, you mentioned like witty characters as, as side characters. What's interesting is like sometimes the main character, main characters can be like too much in their head or like there could be like a tension that they would never bring up to one another. <laughs> but then like the witty character is just going to mention it offhandedly, like really quickly, like, oh, you guys like each other or like, uh-huh. oh, so yes. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, great. Yes, this is what I've been waiting for. And like, the character you can see how the characters react and respond to that and it i don't know shows you a little bit more about those characters and like i don't know a hint of what's to come i can just mm-hmm. find the elephant in the room and introduce it <laughs> yes yeah and it's usually excellent too huh. <laughs> yes yeah i think one of the problems you run into with a main character slash point of view character that's witty is they can start to turn into a real Debbie Downer because like <sighs> wit is wit snark sarcasm like it generally tends to towards the negative like <laughs> you being optimistic and witty is much more difficult to pull off I am so intrigued yeah. by that idea I just right? a character who's very worldly and clever but is just undaunted and just entirely <laughs> optimistic <laughs> that's that sounds I, mean, I feel like so interesting Les- leslie nope leslie nope okay. and parks and rec yes comes close to pulling that off mm. i'm telling you guys sitcoms sitcoms are the way to way to go <laughs> it's true so we're kind of already talking about this but any other tips and tricks we have for writing witty characters or ways not to write them I don't know anymore that we haven't there there's the things that we've already been going on about, right? So it's like, well, it helps if they're actually clever and witty and not just snarky and not that funny. It helps if they make sense and they're relevant to the story. And also, uh wit is not an entire character. I it can be a yes. side character. It can be a side character, but if mm-hmm. you need if you want more mm, dirt, if you want them more grounded <laughs> and to be more of a real person, you need more than just wit. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so, at least for me, I feel like sometimes thinking about writing witty characters or, like, just intelligent characters in general, like someone who, like, goes off about something, a subject that I'm maybe not as well versed in it intimidates me oh, yeah. um mm-hmm. and so thinking about writing witty characters um you at a certain point you do have to be i would think like humorous to some degree like clever mm-hmm. word wise mm-hmm. um so to help with that i could see you if if you wanted to go this route um like planning out like having a character that maybe isn't as witty, kind of like mm-hmm. setting up the joke or setting up the delivery of the witty character. Uh-huh. Like you can do that as the author. Obviously, you'd have to be really careful because you don't want it to seem like too 
you know, like too clean. But at the mm-hmm. same time, um, if a witty character is like immediately has the perfect thing to say at the perfect time, like uh-huh. they almost have to, you almost have to think about it in a similar way. Like there has to be a foil or a character that like says something. Um, uh-huh. And you can almost write backwards if you wanted to do that. You yeah. are a big fan of that. You've said that the last like four episodes. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's it's my trick for writing it's like intelligent characters. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, or heist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I heist. feel like yeah, I feel like a Sherlock and Watson kind of play that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it can go it can go either way because sometimes Sherlock is going off about something and being really clever, and then John says something <laughs> simple but very funny that yes. recontextualizes <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, because like what made me think of it is um, when we were talking about how like oh if you had a, a witty main character, sometimes it can seem like too much, and it's like oh well, what helps with that? Foil characters. Uh-huh. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could totally, like, if you could utilize that other character in such a way, like, that makes it sound so wrong. But, <laughs> like, how are other characters playing with this character? How do they yeah. react yeah. to them? That's very good advice. I was going to say a significantly less tactful version of that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not that funny, own it and don't try to be. Like, <laughs> you can work on being funny by all means but like in something that you want other people to read like if you know that you're not that funny just write other types of characters there are a lot of great types of characters and you don't Mm -hmm. have to force something that you don't feel you know i feel like the way to wrap all of that together is you can try anything in a rough draft yes yeah and the key is if it's not working it gets edited out. Yes. Also, yeah. you might want to start with short story so you're not writing an entire novel and then finding out the entire novel doesn't work. <laughs> it's true. And like, do writing exercises while, even while you're working on a work in progress, yes. like whether it's mm-hmm. long or short, do like random writing exercises between them. Study comedians, try to write your mm-hmm. own stand up comedy bit, and it'll mm-hmm. probably be terrible because I know mine would be. But mm-hmm. like, you got to work on it and try things that are out of your comfort zone to get better at things that are in your comfort zone. Mm. And that's our episode. So listeners, what do you think? Do you have a favorite witty character that we didn't mention? Let us know at to trope or not to trope at gmail.com. We will be back soon with another trope. Thanks for listening to to trope or not to trope and happy writing. Mm-hmm.